Ready Check Radio. Stand by as we get ready to serve up all your news this week in the world of gaming. Welcome to Gaming Gumbo. Why, hello, 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 Internet. Good evening. It's Saturday, 7 p.m. Eastern. That means here on Ready Check Radio, it's time for Gaming Gumbo, your weekly gaming wrap-up show. I'm your host, Mike Byrne, a.k.a. Magic Man. As always, this is episode Holy Hell 86. And if you're watching on YouTube or over on Ready Check Radio or listening on any of the podcast platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Audible, all that fun stuff, thank you so much while you're there. Give it a like, give it a thumbs up, give it a positive review, and of course, put a comment in there. You know how it is. Feed the algorithms. Tell a friend if you like what we do here. And hang out with chat. We got chat hanging by right now. You can head on over to the re- the website right there, readycheckradio.com. All the socials are in the upper right-hand corner if you need to know where to find us. Joining me today, Mr. Dom Greco. What's up, sir? Hello, hello. How are you? Hey, hey, hey. Is there uh, still a sealed copy of Rabbids there? Uh, No. No, definitely not. Definitely, definitely not. Also on the line, no. Resident Evil. Uh, Resident Evil. Ready Check Radio's <laughs> resident artist. <laughs> you know what's on your mind. I know. What's up, Yad? But on, on my mind, did you finish Witch Queen yet? I did not. I uh, got <laughs> uh, After we stopped our stream yesterday over on MMO Bomb, Yad joined me to kind of see, like, what should I be doing in these final days leading up to the Lightfall expansion. And uh, I was supposed to play last night to just burn through the Witch Queen stuff. And uh, yeah, I played the ad rhythm instead. Um, well, you, you got you got what a day and a half left. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm go- just gonna wait the- now at this point. <laughs> <laughs> the servers are going down on Monday. <laughs> pretty sure I'm just gonna wait at this point. But yeah, gents, I mean it was a busy week. We do have Resident Evil stuff to talk about. We do have obviously Destiny Two stuff to talk about as we head into the Lightfall expansion. We've got the Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League game. I mean, there was a lot at Sony's state of play. And obviously, like, I didn't think it was a bad presentation. Really, like, if you weren't into VR or indie games, there were big portions of this presentation that you just, you did not care about, right? And and Suicide Squad kind of headlined it and took up, like, the last 10 minutes of what was about a half-hour presentation, a 45 or 50-minute YouTube video with a bunch of timers on the front end of it. Uh, but about a thirty-minute <laughs> presentation, and uh, but it, it yeah. did have a bit of ev- something for everyone, though. It really did, and the PSVR two, by the way, is looking really cool. It's, oh yeah, it's looking really. Oh cool. yeah, yeah. And I am a VR fan. I have the PSVR Beat Saber, and on the Oculus Quest two. I mean, it's just uh, Zenith, the like the MMO on Oculus Quest two. So yeah, PSVR two does have an interest to me. I don't like how there's like a whole bunch of rebuying stuff for it because unfortunately they totally changed the tech uh, from the, you know, what was using the move controllers with the original PSVR. And now finally they like jumped with the rest of their competitors and said, Hey, let's put some external cameras on this damn thing instead. And we won't need to track, you know, light balls on sticks and things like that. So. (laughs) I am looking forward to it. I don't know when I'm going to pick it up, but it, it definitely will be something I pick up. Uh, jumping right in, I mean, let's just start with Destiny 2. Yod, 
third week in a row. Normally, I have the hosts rotate two weeks on, yeah. one off. Seeing how big... the old days. Well, I, my thought was <laughs> I was going to wait until next week, and you would be normally scheduled to be on the show. Destiny 2's Lightfall expansion would have dropped. You would have had about three right. or four days of, of game time to play it and maybe form some early opinions and bring them to the show. But it was such a big part of the state of play this week. I figured let's just talk about it now and then we'll kind of hit it a week and a half or two weeks from now when you've had about a week and a half to play and, and maybe I have and I know Troy's going to. Tark wants to do a stream with with a bunch of us playing it here on Ready Check Radio, so we'll, we'll see about making that happen too. I got to say, as somebody who is a super casual D2 player, super casual, right? I played it like crazy at launch and then now it's like a, I'll go hog on it for like two or three weeks and then not play it for like eight months yeah we uh, looked up your numbers last night yeah, somehow <laughs> i managed to have it? almost 400 hours in it yeah, but i'll yeah. tell you like almost all of those 400 are front loaded when it <laughs> launched like that does not equate to current experience in d2 looking at all the changes yod coming in lightfall not just content wise but like systems wise and gear wise and gameplay, currency yeah. wise and gameplay wise and it is hard not to look, I think, just as a casual fan at it and go, man, their first expansion slash season out of the gate after not being under Activision mm -hmm. looks incredible. But as oh, yeah. an experienced D2 fan, am I off base? Is this superficial? No, it isn't. And it, it a lot of it, a lot of the people that um, are really into Destiny 2 and stuff like that, and a lot of the YouTube streamers that I watch and things, it is seeming like this should have been Destiny 3. But they don't want people to be purchasing a completely new game because then, you know, you wipe out your entire inventory, all those guns that you've collected over so many years. I mean, they did, they did run that piss right. off factor right from d1 right. to d2 did that already yeah, yeah they did that already especially once again like you said it was under activision's watch when they were part of that group and it was you know not a fun time to have to rebuild all that on top of that during once again during the old watch with activision blizzard you had the whole sunsetting of weapons and, and expansions and stuff where you can't get those old things anymore the vaulting yeah yeah, the vaulting. I, Which they I think still do. They, they do to a certain extent, but a lot of the stuff is still... I mean, like, the seasonal stuff, it's going to be wiped. It's going to be vaulted, obviously. But you can still play the expansions. Like The major expansions are still there. You can go back and play the Witch Queen. You can go back and uh, in play... In fact, right uh, now, you can play Witch Queen for free if you're right. looking to get prepped, by the way. Right. You can... Uh, Re replay uh beyond light um the uh uh what was it shadow keep and all those they're still playable they're they're still there your your weapons are still there they're they're still they're not light locked like they used to be or power locked so it it they don't want to cut people off at the knees essentially by giving them a new game again so I think in this case, it's their way of giving you Destiny 3 without actually being Destiny 3. Well, why does, why does adding a number to, to the end of it mean you have to lose your progress? Because it's a whole new game. 
I, I, I have Overwatch too, and I haven't lost any of my, my progress. All my gold guns carried over. Okay, I would argue that they only learned that lesson because of what they did with D1 and D2 when it was under activation at the time. I'm not disagreeing with you, but it's, it, is, it is proof that you can do it. Yeah, you, you absolutely know? can. Right. And and to me, like I'm right there with you, Yod. I, I think you just don't want to... There was a lot of backlash when D2 was announced mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. D1 was supposed to be this 10-year you right. know, live service support. We're just going to keep adding to it, adding mm -hmm. to it, and then all of a sudden, whoa, you're, ma you're, you're making a sequel and none of my stuff's carrying over or, or you know, my account uh, is basically right. the only thing I get to keep. What the hell? And so I do think right. if you look at it conceptually, Dom, I think you're absolutely right. Like, if there's enough new, then it's probably a quote-unquote Destiny 3. Uh, yes, they could build it these days to just transfer the stuff that they could have back then, too. Uh, but they could build it these days to just transfer the stuff back over. From a real reality standpoint, the name doesn't matter, right? I'm still buying no, a right. new game. It's still a, yeah. four, what is it, $50 expansion. It might as, you know, I might as well be yep. buying it. Now, I know you're more hero shooter, competitive shooter, Dom, and, and stuff like that, but you do dabble in a couple looter shooters that you and I have yeah. even played together through the years. What's your experience with Destiny up until now heading into Lightfall? Um, I mean, I, so I played the the original Destiny. Uh, I played through the raid Vault of Glass, and then uh, my raid team kind of broke up, and everybody kind of went their own way. And uh, I just, because of the group I was playing with, just didn't play anymore. And then when they announced the second game was coming out and then everybody was losing all their progress, I was like, that's really shitty. And I just kind of like, I lost touch with the franchise. I, I, I wasn't playing it to begin so with at that point. Somebody who had almost no progress was like right. taking away no, my it, progress. It wasn't, that's a non It wasn't the point of I'm me. <laughs> it wasn't the point of me, though. It was the point of everyone else. And I was like, if that's the kind of business model that they want to do moving forward, I don't want any part of it. And I understand that they've changed it now. And it's, it's like, obviously, they're... They're proving that with this expansion here. Um, yeah. I'm just so far gone from it at this point that I don't have interest in coming back. Yeah, what are what are the what are the big features? What are you as the most experienced of the three out of us? What are you looking for? And and I know this might take you a few minutes, so I'm gonna have a little snack. Yeah. <laughs> you have a little snack. Okay, so obviously one of the big things is the new the new area they're going to provide. There's going to mm -hmm. be a new story, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, a new place to explore, a new cityscape called uh, Neo, Neo Muna on Neptune, which is cool. Um, the new classes with space magic grappling hooks <laughs> looks interesting. You can get the Spider-Man around the city. Um, they're changing the difficulty, which is interesting, because a lot of the difficulties of... Um, how you progress with uh, your power and stuff like that, and how challenging things are, was a little. It was a little lackluster. I mean, I could sit here. I mean, that was a while. big blog post of theirs where they said one of like they had like five things that were like the focus of Destiny going forward, and one of them was bringing back the challenge because right, the game right. has just become a mop up now. Uh, but what right. what does that mean? You know, does that just mean turning up some difficulty meters? Like, what the hell? Tell me. A, a little bit of it is balancing the difficulty meters, and uh, uh, some of it is like going into the more challenging content. It, um, it, it was, it was a lot of uh, how you handle that because you can't just make things like continually just turning things up because then your new players 
coming in won't be able to handle it with their friends that have been playing it for you know who knows how long so i think what what they're doing is a lot of things is personally when you go into the harder content things are x number of levels above you so as opposed to setting all bad guys in this in what they call hero content are power level you know 8000 or whatever you can still eventually power level over that right so the older content will eventually become mopping up you can stand there looking through your inventory while your friends go shoot things <laughs> so everything is x number of power levels above you personally so you go in there your so that feels very elder scrolls online one tamriel to me right Right, a little bit, yeah. Where it doesn't yeah, matter if you're a, level 5, if you're level 50, if you're CP level 160, well, all the way up to, I should say, CP 160, the world is is scaling around you. Right, right, around you personally. Right. So it doesn't matter about the guy next to you, the guy next to him, everything's scaled for them personally as well. So that that makes it a little a little more fun. You're, you're not sitting there, you know, not feeling the danger anymore. Right. That is going to be a little interesting going into the open spaces of Neomuna because apparently it's going to feel that way in the open areas too. So I'm kind of wondering, <laughs> you know, how that's going to go over where sometimes you got to be doing a couple things like opening chests or whatever and these bad guys are coming after you if it's going to get a little overwhelming. Which it could, but so we'll see I'll how... Tell you, how I'll, I'll tell you how I think they're going to do it. And maybe yep. I'm wrong, but this is how Elder Scrolls Online does one Tamriel. The world, there, it's a, it's an illusion, right? The world is not actually scaling around you as the player. Mm. The player is being scaled with a hidden buff behind the scenes. So when you're okay. level one, everything in the world is tuned around being champion point 160. You're, okay. you're getting a hidden buff that you can't see on your bars or, or on your status page or anything that is essentially scaling you up to be CP 160. When you level to, to level 2, level 3, level 4, level 5, as you level, that hidden buff is decreased. So what it ends up doing is if you don't change your gear at all, you stay at level 1 and you just leave that gear on in Elder Scrolls, as you level up, the content actually gets harder and harder and harder because you are losing that gap buff. But, but in theory, in real practice, you should be replacing those lost stats by upgraded <laughs> gear. But if right. you don't, you actually it gets harder. So it's a hidden scaling on the player, and I imagine that's going to be similar to what Destiny 2 is going to do across the board that, here. This is possible. That is very possible. I do Isn't like the, the fact, way... thank God, they're taking away a ton of currencies. That is right, one of right. my that is huge also... gripes with D2, is I never know what, as somebody who's casual and jumps in six months at a time, I never know what the hell I'm supposed to be farming at any given time anymore. Like, is and this worth farming, or is, it, is this not worth farming anymore? Like, I have no idea. Yeah, it, it used to be far worse, because, I mean, like, since I've been playing since the start... I've still got stacks of like 3,000 spin metal, 4,000 whatever other planetary materials that I've just gone around and gathered over the years that just sits in my inventory. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Th things that used to be used for leveling weapons or uh, specific uh, 
power-ups or whatever that you need currency to buy things on different planets and stuff. They're get they already got rid of all that. They're getting rid of a whole bunch of stuff for making the crafting system. So it's all just going to be three three things: legendary shards, um, enhancement cores, and glimmer. Goldfish are fucking delicious. <laughs> Dom, you had a question so, there. You were going to ask Yod there. Or Ranch Truth. No, I was actually going to ask you, Mike. Um, the system you're talking about with the the power scaling isn't that something they did in one of the the Final Fantasy games? Um, where if you didn't level the main party leader, the rest of the world stayed the same. But if you leveled the rest of your party, yeah. like you so could that, out. That happens in uh, Final Fantasy VIII, uh, originally for the PS1. Good call. Um, and that's why you see speed runs where that are called a category uh, one a zero, a zero level or a level one squall. Mm -hmm. Where yeah, it focuses yep. on drawing magic. And if you don't scale the, if you don't level up the 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 party leader, the the main character squall, <laughs> but you level everybody else up, the world yep. stays tuned around him. Yep, that was interesting to play that game. <laughs> <laughs> It's looking good. Three days till Lightfall. Obviously, you do have to buy the expansions. Yes. If you haven't played Destiny and you, you don't know by now, New Light, a long time ago, made the game free to play. Think Guild Wars 2, and you'll have an idea where the base game is free, all that content is free, and you just buy the expansions along the way, like an EverQuest, yep. EverQuest 2, Guild Wars 2 type payment model. Uh, yeah. I'm looking forward so to it. I always do get pumped when they put out an expansion. And then, like, I just don't have a ton of people I'm playing with, Dom. It kind of happens the same way yep. to you. Right. Yeah, a, a lot of the clan that I used to help run disappeared as well. We've got about three or four of us left. But uh, back in the day, back in Destiny 1, actually it was after um, after Vault of Glass, during Crota and all that, we had enough people that we were running two different raid runs a week. Oh, damn. Like, two different groups of raid runs, should I say. <laughs> yeah, I know Tark has been playing it a hell of a lot right now in between Final Fantasy patches, and he does want to get a stream together with at least the three of us. I know Troy will probably be interested in it, too, so maybe we'll put something together a couple of days yeah. after Lightfall, yeah. and we'll we'll check it out as a as a G unit. What are, what are you doing, Dad? Right. Are you going to play the drums now? All right, yeah. Here, here, here we'll, we'll go to this. We'll go to this. Suicide Squad, <laughs> kill the Justice League. If you're... All right. Yeah, I know a lot of people were really looking forward to this, and, and I get it. Like, if you like the Suicide Squad and the movies and the comics and, you know, all that stuff, great. And if you're a DC fan, great. And if you like Rocksteady and what they've done with the Arkham series, great. Like, match made in heaven. I got to say, though, as we get closer and closer to this being released... I wasn't terribly excited for this title anyway, but my yep. excitement just gets worse as we go <laughs> along. So, so I hear it's a live service game. It is. <laughs> it is. So they revealed that it is a live service game. There's going to be a season pass, cosmetics and that you can buy and all that fun stuff. It is based on a power level of your gear, Dom. Like, I, I mm -hmm. feel like we so did wait, this before. Is this, is this Destiny 2? This is not. I, I thought it was Avengers. Yeah, this is basically oh, okay. Avengers. <laughs> That's the problem, right? Like, this yeah. looks a yeah. lot like what Square and Crystal Dynamics did with Avengers. Or or, or the Godfall. Yeah, no, no. Godfall? God, Godfall was, to be fair, Godfall was just buy the box, we're done. It uh, was it true, was a farm true. up loot and everything, but they didn't try and live service that's it. True, that's kind of like they with service. Outriders and stuff. So, mm. what do you think? Looking at the first, 
Dom, does this even fit Suicide Squad? This was like 10 minutes of gameplay and class reveal and all kinds of things. And I was like, why is everybody using a gun? Why is every yeah. member of the Suicide Squad using a gun? I don't know. Is it... In general, though, like, I'm kind of... Uh, not for this game. I'm just... For DC in general, I'm kind of excited because it feels like they're kind of getting their act together. The movies and stuff. I love The Flash. So, like, The Flash in the trailer here was like, ooh, kind of caught my eye. Flash has always been one of my favorite DC characters, and he's never got enough, like, screen time or enough notoriety outside of the comics. Like, obviously, there's entire comic arcs built around him mm -hmm. that have traversed the entire DC world. So, finally getting to see, like, The Flash with some spotlight here, in, especially in this trailer, has me excited. Am I going to play it? No. Exactly. And that's like <laughs> where it lands, right? I mean, yeah. we literally had the former director of Marvel's Avengers, who obviously doesn't work there anymore, do an interview this past week about something totally different, a new project. But they did ask about Avengers, and he basically had one sentence to say, and he didn't want to talk about it anymore. He said it was a difficult production, and I apologize for that. He apologized. Wow. For Marvel's yeah. Avengers. Damn. And now we kind of have what appears to be Suicide Squad going that same route. Live service, battle pass, cosmetic options, and, you know, the, the power curve that you're always chasing the right. higher power. And I'm a fan of decently done live service games. But, man, talk about just bad timing. Do you think, like, when this was in development, Dom, that they saw what was going on with Avengers and they were just like, oh, shit. No, they're like, let's do this. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. With like, you. this is a good idea. <laughs> like, let's be real. DC is kind of outside of the comics. I'm 100% talking outside of the realm of the comics here. DC's always been playing catch up to Marvel. 100%. Uh, they have. Yeah. They, they in have. terms of movies, TV show, um, like all they had was Batman going for them in both the gaming space and the movie space. Outside of that, DC was just nothing. Like maybe a little Superman. Except. But, for animated stuff. Right, right. Their animated animated was always better. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah their, their animated stuff is amazing. Their their comics are good. And like you, The Flash was actually one of one of my favorites too, along yeah. with uh Green Lantern, which unfortunately the movie did terrible things to him. But mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. um yeah, so So like Flash movie, the Flash in here. Yeah, I but like they're, they're just playing catch up still, right? They, they and are, so they they're are, just they are. they're they're doing the exact same thing Marvel did because they had to play catch up. So they saw something that kind of worked. It kind of worked. What well, not not for the better, but it kind really, of worked. Do you really think at any point you can say Marvel's event Marvel's Avengers worked? Like that game was so based from day one. I enjoyed the campaign. <laughs> Right outside of the campaign, I wasn't a huge fan. Right, I didn't hate it, but okay, I wasn't so going to like hated actively exactly what they designed then because the yeah, campaign exactly. was such an afterthought. Wow, right. yeah, and I think this yep. may do the same. I hope it's good for Suicide Squad fans, but it looks like it's just following the Avengers road, mm -hmm. and we already mm -hmm. know where that road ends. It ends in maintenance mode just a few years later. Yeah, yeah. But even like uh, the Marvel Avengers, like the the Kamala Khan story they had, actually had me a little excited for the Kamala Khan Disney Plus series. So like the game actually made me more excited for a TV show that had nothing to do with the game. So I will say at <laughs> the least they at least they good. look right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> at least they yeah. look right. They don't yeah. look like almost the movie versions. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
We'll see. I, I don't have a well, lot of faith in it. I, but I was, the, the, I'm was i not a buyer of this anyway. I was barely a buyer of Avengers just because I wanted to check out a looter shooter that wasn't, you know, something like a looter right. shooter. Wasn't Division so 2 we'll, or something like that. Yeah, We're going to go I'm play Avengers of, after this? No. <laughs> no. I'm kind of really wondering why King Shark is using a gun. Yeah, a lot of people. <laughs> said, we talked King about Shark. this on MMO Bombs podcast yesterday, and chat was saying the same. Why is he using why is, the hell is he, why he should he be biting things. Come on. He doesn't care about cosmetic shorts. He wants to go bite something. I mean, no, no. Cosmetic shorts, <laughs> totally. That's totally, I would, you know, that's the totally within the realm of the character. But cosmetic guns? Cosmetic midi guns? No, no. Maybe some bling on his teeth. You know, the, the jaws. <laughs> I mean, it, it's like, it, it's completely, you have to, Think of it from a gameplay point of view, right? Like you need to have a, a way for him to do range, right? That's the only reason he's holding a gun. Yeah, because it's, the it's game is accurately... made to be solo yeah. or up to groups of four, so it has to be able yeah. to play that way with difficulty scaling. By the way, it is all the it is always online, so even if you want to yeah. play this solo, you have to have an online connection, and you, it does not require that you have PS Plus or Xbox uh, Gold to play solo, right. even though the online is required. But the minute you want to do co-op, yeah. Tiny yeah. Tina, looter shooter, done. Tiny Tina is a wonderful game. I love Tiny Tina. I hate fucking uh, Randy uh, Pitchford, uh, but <laughs> Tiny Tina is is a wonderful game. Um, we have some other like humility or humanity got a uh, reveal what trailer. Was that? Yeah, that was bizarre. I don't even know I, what I'm I was not watching. Sure what humanity was. Yeah, I, I have literal no idea what the hell that was. Is is it a game? It's it's a puzzle <laughs> game. Yeah, it's like a puzzle. It there's a like demo. A there's a demo out if you want to check it out. Uh, they pretty much dropped it right after the the show. It um, seemed like a sandbox to me. Like I don't. I yeah. Didn't even. I yeah. Chia comes out on PS4 and five on March 21st. As far as that one as, looks good. That does as far yeah, as P uh, as part of PS Plus Extra and Premium. So if you have those services, you'll be able to pick it up there. Street Fighter Six uh, showed Fighter. off a lot of stuff, including Cami and Zangief and <laughs> Lily. I know some people were pretty upset that it was like basically the one year anniversary of Russia, you know, illegally invading the Ukraine, yeah. and they were revealing a... Russian characters. Yeah, I mean, they got to do it at I some mean... point, right? Like, yeah, they're they're showing off I their mean, characters. I mean, it, it's not like it's a Russian. State type deal. It's 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 Zangief. You I mean, know? you can I, I can get the argument that's a little tone deaf, but I also am like, it's a video game, and they're they're right. just trying to go through character reveals. You know, they weren't. I don't think anybody at Capcom, not a Russian or Ukrainian company, was like, yes, let's give them Zangief today. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it was it, an intentional uh, thing. No. At all. But you do want to be like, hey, you know, maybe you'd be a little more cognizant of what's going on. I don't know. It really didn't bother no. me, but I'm also, you know, obviously not fearing for my life from an illegal invasion. Yeah. So, right, that's a blessed perspective to be coming from. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Also, Cammy, you know, I, I think Cammy's my thing. Cam <laughs> oh, just about everybody was like, "Yep, I'm Cammy." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm Cammy. It's, it's it's all about Cammy. Baldur's Gate 3, baby. Oh, wait, let's go back. Let's go back. Because I remember us doing a show, and we were talking about Resident Evil 1, 2, and 3 remakes as they were coming out, Dom. And mm. both, you know, at least I, 
And you guys were like, meh, you know what, remake it, fine. But I was more like, really? Do we need a RE4 remake? Like, that game mm. still looks good to this day, even if yeah. you play it on the GameCube. Like, does it really need a remake? And then I saw this trailer and I was like, fuck yeah, it needs a remake, man. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> it does look yeah. good. It, it looks amazing. Look yeah. It really yeah. does. And, like, I'm excited because I know a lot of the story elements of 4 tied into, like, seven and eight like really right. hard so yeah it gives them a chance to go back and like tighten up those those connections i was 100 percent wrong when i was like and we've seen some footage before but this was like a really nicely well done put together yeah. gameplay-esque mm -hmm. trailer and i was like wow i was wrong that needs a remake man this looks amazing <laughs> this looks yeah. gorgeous it sounds gorgeous i love it Love I it. still want I still want zero code zero or code Veronica mm -hmm. more than than five though so you know they're they're gonna at this point in time you know they're gonna do all of them I know I don't, don't think they are I don't think no. I don't think zero or code Veronica are even gonna be like no. thought of yeah particularly I, I code Veronica like I would absolutely love code Veronica but I have a soft spot code Veronica is a mediocre Resident Evil game don't get me wrong it's not like top tier. Uh, right. By any stretch, but I I have like a a nostalgia love for it from being on the Dreamcast probably. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So I mean, that's the I, entire I'm, I'm reason saying... I bought the Dreamcast. <laughs> <They're>, <laughs> by the way, we're gonna get a it's... demo of RE4 too. We don't have a date for that one yet, but they are gonna release a demo. Yes. But I'm not saying they're gonna you know it's up next or they they should do it next or whatever. But I'm sure they'll get around to it, considering how well these are doing. I don't think so. I think because I, there, I there think, are yeah. titles that they have to skip. Like they're I, not going like, to do like Revelations or Revelations Two again well, once, or anything like that. Once, yeah, once I see them. Get, Go I, I see once they get ev all the ones that people are really hyped for down and sold, they're going to be looking around in the trash bin, going, "What do we got left? What do we got left? Okay, let's remake this one." No. <laughs> What's going to happen is even before Zero or Code Veronica come up in question, they're going to be like. Maybe we should scrape up Dino Crisis and Dino Crisis 2. There we go. There that we would go. be interesting as well. Yeah. Those uh, will come before zero. Guaranteed. It looks fantastic. Comes out at the it end does. of March. So not too long to wait. Basically a month minus a day. I think it's March 24th, if I remember right. Uh, Baldur's Gate 3 on the PS5, August 31st. Now, that obviously was the state of play, so they like to do the same thing that like the Nintendo Direct does. This comes out on the Nintendo on the Nintendo Switch, April 21st. It's also on like eight other platforms, but they don't say that <laughs> in the Nintendo Direct. Baldur's Gate not. 3, hugely anticipated, right? I mean, Baldur's Gate mm -hmm. 2 was ages ago and is a classic uh, Baldur's Gate 3, looking forward to this one. PS5 and PC on August 31. Interestingly, though, not on the Xbox. Not because it's not coming to the Xbox, but because they're having problems with the Xbox port, so they're not ready really? to release a date. I literally got an, a direct email from them, even though like I communicate with them for other stuff, for MMO Bomb. Um, yep. But they... Let me see if I can find the email. Uh, they so we're not going to cover Baldur's Gate. Yeah, it has a co-op option, but it's not generally what you would think of as a multiplayer game. Kind of like why we don't mm -hmm. cover Diablo three or Diablo four. You know, it's not generally it's what you consider. Crawler. Yeah. Um. So I got a direct email, not even a press email or a press release thing from my contacts over there, 
And they said, hey, there's been some questions regarding the Xbox, and Larian just wanted to clear things up. They put this statement on Reddit, but I wanted to send it to you. Hey, all, thanks for all the hype and enthusiasm following yesterday's announcement that Baldur's Gate 3 is coming to PS5 day and date with PC on August 31st. Xbox players, we've seen your questions about if slash when you can expect Baldur's Gate 3 on Xbox. We've had an Xbox version of Baldur's Gate 3 in the works for some time, but we've run into some technical issues, particularly with split-screen co-op. We're still working on an Xbox version of Baldur's Gate 3, but we're not yet confident enough to announce it. We don't like announcing anything until we're ready because we don't want to get people's hopes up until we're sure we can deliver. There's no platform exclusivity preventing us from releasing Baldur's Gate 3 on Xbox day and date, should that end up being technically possible. If and when we do announce further platforms, we want to make sure each version lives up to our standards and expectations. Thanks for understanding. I thought that was a really interesting decision uh, because yeah. I could see a lot of companies just saying, okay, we have a split, a split screen co-op issue, launch it anyway. And yep. when people start complaining, we'll say we're aware of the issue and we already are. We're already working on a fix. If we have the fix in time, great. If we don't, we'll let people know. Uh, I like this. This is a classy move, classy move in, in my book. Yeah, yeah, that, that is a very classy move. I do wonder what all is wrong with the Xbox version that they're having to delay, you know, an actual date for it, considering, you know, it's if it releases on PC, isn't the Xbox kind of just another PC-ish? I guess. Ish? More yeah. so than the PlayStation. Because, you know, the architecture of the PlayStation is obviously different than a PC. So, hey, what I'm the just, heck's wrong with I'm it? just glad they did it. it was apparently, split-screen oh, yeah. co-op is what's wrong with it. <laughs> like, <laughs> it might be hardware specs. Apparently, that's what's wrong with it. And, you know, hopefully for Xbox-only players, the it'll come out on the same date. But if not, at least you know it is coming. And this team had enough respect for their game and you as a consumer to say, even though... This might not impact the single player experience all that much. We're not just we're not going to give a date yet because we might delay this version only. Uh, yeah, if it happened last year, they would have blamed COVID. Yeah, <laughs> people are still blaming COVID. Still, blaming. I was going to say they're not. They're yeah. not blaming COVID. Uh, on the Resident Evil topic, by the way, Shinji Mikami leaving uh, Bethesda, or but well. The company he Tango GameWorks, owned by Bethesda, <laughs> he's leaving. We don't know what he's doing afterwards. So, I mean, it's not he did like the Evil Within. If you want to talk about survival horror and Evil Within too, so I, not anything coming soon on that front. But wonder if he ends up somewhere where he's previously been. Maybe I don't know. Mm, maybe he, he he didn't say anything. It'd be interesting. He didn't say anything. He could also be retiring. He's done quite a bit. His resume is extensive. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Uh, we had Naruto. Uh, we also had Wayfinder. That's a PS4, PS5, PC cross-platform uh, co-op or a multiplayer um, kind of like a dungeon game. Think of an MMO where the point is just to run the dungeons. So uh, Diablo. No, it's it's like third person open world city area, but then you go to the dungeons. 
uh, mm. from there. So think WoW without walking around an entire world. You just have like <laughs> a couple of hubs and yeah. Or or maybe yes, I couldn't. I yeah, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say that it's uh, Warframe, but think of because you you're not just on your ship alone. You're in a city with all the other players walking around as the hub. Yep. But like that, you just kind of zap in and out of the dungeons. Um, there's beta stuff going on. You can sign up for it. Uh, we're going to have early access in May. Uh, and it is free to play. And if you're worried about their model and you're okay with Warframe's model, you probably don't have to worry about Wayfinder's model because this <laughs> is uh, through a partnership with Airship Syndicate as the developer, but the publisher is... Digital Extremes, the ones behind Warframe and the upcoming Soul Frame, which we still know very little about. All in all, I think it was a pretty good state of play, Dom. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. What was your What was uh, your favorite? I I I think I was looking we forward. We already know Yon, so <laughs> I was looking forward to uh, the the Chai Adventure. Like that that actually kind of looked fun. Um, I don't know. I've been getting into more games like this recently because. Uh, they're they're a little more relaxing, and just kind of a, a wind down uh, type thing after like a long day. So uh, even though I've been filling a lot of my time with Overwatch two lately, uh, yeah, I don't know. But uh, Resident Evil still holds. I think so uh, too. Yeah, yeah, it still holds like I think the top spot for me because Yod, I I wanted to get on board with you with Destiny two, and I am very excited about I their mean, expansion. But I gotta yeah. go that, RE four remake. Resident yeah. Evil. It was good. I mean, it was really good. And it it just looks so, so Resident Evil. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. One little... Like, I want to be no. excited for Street Fighter, but I'm not. Like, I I haven't been ex Street excited Fighter. for Street Fighter since, like, Street Fighter 2. I will, like, I will that say was the I'm, last one I really enjoyed. I am exponentially more excited for Street Fighter 6 than I was 5. Like, they totally botched yeah. 5. Yeah, yeah totally bought five mean, and it's over monetization and modes missing and they are I mean, they seem to be six, headed in a, a much better direction for six 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 released with a rather weak logo oh yeah, yeah <laughs> initially right. initially and, and and as as they've gone and refined things i think they're getting to a really good place and they did release a rather nice trailer and a, a lot of the character intros and stuff they're doing look really good on presentation and how they're presenting to the audience. And I know it's skipping down the list a little bit on our show notes, as opposed to, oh, I don't know, Mortal Kombat. Yeah, we'll get to I'm that more in a second. I'm for Mortal Kombat 12 than I am for Street Fighter 6. Yeah, we'll get to that in a second. Because one last thing I do want to cover in like the main news before we just rapid fire some miscellaneous news at you. Uh, Bloomhouse Productions, that is the movie TV company. You may know them from like the Paranormal Activity series, uh, Purge, uh, the the recent Halloween films, Insidious, stuff like that. They did Megan, which I still haven't watched yet. I do want to watch. I that. haven't either. It's on my list. Yeah, it's on my list. Even though every trailer, I'm like, every time I saw the trailer, I was like, okay, come on, what are we doing? Just a, a new Chucky? Like we couldn't figure out a new. <laughs> I mean, a new way to go. Like even this, this even is a Child's little creepier, Play, though. I don't know because even Child's Play did this in the Child's Play remake, where it was a robotic malfunction <laughs> right. issue yeah. that caused the behavior, not 
a sentient a thing. Yeah, yeah sentient so demonic like it binding. feels like even Child's Play did this. I haven't seen Megan to know exactly how yeah you know, different just, it the might whole be. Thought of like an AI that is like learning and adapting. It's like it yeah. feels more Terminator horror to me than it does Chucky horror. We'll see, yep. but it, they're getting into game development. They're going to start financing and supporting smaller projects, 10 million and below, particularly with a horror bent, too. So that'll be interesting to see what we get out of that potential game studio. All right, so miscellaneous news. I got to assume that this was kind of a letdown for some people. Uh, there were rumors that <laughs> there might be a new Switch bundle that had like Mario movie theming and bonus stuff launching soon. Um, in fact, we do have Mario Day coming up, right? March 10th, M-A-R-1-0. Uh, mm -hmm. There's an update to this one, though. Apparently, it's just new packaging and some stickers. <laughs> like, <laughs> So if you want it... Does, it, does <laughs> it come with a movie ticket, at least? And we don't know for sure exactly what it contains yet, but... The, the stickers that allow you to, re to design your own design. For I your guess. Brain. I guess. <laughs> sure. Why not? <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm pulling something out of my butt for this one. <laughs> yeah, you really did. Could you imagine though? Like, like there's the rumored uh, Zelda Switch coming up too mm -hmm. for the the new uh, Breath of the Wild one. Uh, which Dom, we didn't get. You weren't here for that show, but uh, yeah, I'm sure you're super yeah. pumped for the non Zelda sequel. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I pre-ordered it, and I don't pre-order a lot of games anymore. Yeah, and you just leave them sealed because when I just they get there anyway. I just don't have the time to play them. <laughs> right, you, you just know? leave them I sealed don't... when they arrive anyway. Yeah. Uh, there is a new Nintendo Direct coming up March 9th, the day before Mario Day. That is, you don't expect any announcements there. It's literally just going to be all about the Mario movie. Um, as I, that, I wonder, as that I wonder if there'll launch. be a sale. Do you think Mario Rabbids will go on sale? <laughs> I mean, you could have saved yourself some money because it's not like you got to jump on playing it. <laughs> yeah, you, you could have waited. Speaking of the Mario movie, though, they're they're messing with the release dates. Now they haven't mm. messed with the United States yet. Yeah. That's still April seventh yeah. yet, but they're messing with it in a lot of places. Uh, backing it because Europe, a bunch of European countries, were going to get it towards the end of March. And now a bunch of them are being shot into mid and late Aprils uh, or, or early to mid Aprils, depending on the country. Like Belgium was originally the 22nd of March, now April 5th. France was the 29th, now April 5th. So there's a lot. Some are moving to April 6th. Japan was supposed to Japan, where Nintendo is, was supposed to be March 27th. That's been backed up all the way to April 28th right now. Again, the United States April 7th date hasn't changed, but it is a change in, in other areas. And there's been a little bit of critique, Yad, about the runtime. Apparently, the movie comes in at just a shade over an hour and a half, 92 minutes. I kind of saw that and I was like, I think that's exactly the amount of time I could take. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, think, I think a lot of people these days are spoiled with the extra long movies. I mean, I it, like it, extra uh, long movies, but I don't, don't think I need. Wrong. Don't get me I don't wrong. think so do I, I need a three-hour Mario <laughs> animated movie. I, I, I mean, the... <laughs> you killed Mike. Ninja Panda is asking about the UK. It was previously March thirtieth. Now you are with the United States on April seventh. Right. Sorry. Go right. ahead, Yod. But yeah, once again, jumping jumping the gun a little bit. But the the Lord of the Rings movies at three hours apiece. I loved. 
Yeah, but that's, that's totally Love different. Man, Look, you don't want to go watch fucking Chris Pratt right, right. voice Mario in a three-hour I mean, animated Mario adventure, do you? Gar- Come Gar- on. Guardians of the Galaxy, what would it, would it be, like two, two and a half, something like that. But once again, I think people seem to forget that movies did used to be an hour and a half long maximum. At one point in time, there was a group, uh, a, a lot of the uh, movie studios and stuff came to the conclusion for some reason that people would not sit for longer than a 90-minute movie. So there, there was actually some Japanese movies that were imported that were cut down not only for content, but for time because they ran longer than 90 minutes. It, it wasn't until the late 90s and mid to late 90s when movies started pushing the limit to longer than 90-minute movies. So 90-some minutes of Mario... Yeah, that's fine. I think it's perfect. I, I think, I think yeah, it's I great too. I it. I, let's get Return of the King runtime. <laughs> that was what four, four, four hours. Uh, four, four, uh, four, three, four three change, I think yeah. it was like three days and a couple hours. Yeah, it was with like five, <laughs> with five hundred different ending sequences. And I'm not <laughs> bitching, man. I watch the full extended oh, yeah. editions oh, yeah. every time Same. I throw them in. You know? I I yep. told you guys about the first time I ever saw Lord of the Rings in theaters, right? <laughs> Torchwick said Luigi the Gray turns into Luigi the Green. <laughs> <laughs> the first time I ever saw Lord of the Rings in theaters, they did like I was it was like you know hour and a half in into the movie, two hours into the movie. Or whatever and uh they do like a, a very slow fade out and i like stood up i'm putting my jacket it was a big winter jacket i remember putting the thing on and i look over and the screen lights back up and there's more and i went and i, I uh, put I my jacket that. off i sat down all of a sudden again like they do another slow fade out like 20 minutes later i do the same thing <laughs> By the third time, I did it a third time. By the third time, the person behind me was just like in tears laughing because they were just like, he's ready to go and it's just not ending. Yeah, Torchwick, <laughs> I finally got Torchwick to sit down and watch the entire series yeah. and, and I made him watch the extended cuts. I was like, yeah, yeah, this, oh, yeah this is the way you have That's the only to way to watch them. them. That's the only way to watch them. It's four, I don't, it's I don't four, mind. 4K. I just don't want to do it in the theater. Know, 80 inch TV. You sit down well, and you I mean, watch the extended cut. Well, I mean, like uh, back when Titanic first came out, they actually had I an just, intermission. I just yeah, yeah I just saw that in theaters uh, the day after Valentine's Day. Wow! Uh, I went to see it for the 25th anniversary re-release in the theaters because my daughter really wanted. She loves the movie. We, we mm-hmm. obviously have it, but I wanted her to have the experience in the theaters. Right. When my wife and I back when it came out, we were dating. We saw that movie 27 times in the theater. Like wow. I'm a I'm a historical Titanic buff. Like I okay. had been long before that movie. Multiple papers artifacts copies of all the the paperwork behind the ship and when it was built like i'm a huge historical titanic nut so when that movie came out we went on a you know a date and saw it and we literally while it was in the theater so imagine like a three to a four week run we saw that movie 27 times in the theaters the when it was in the first run my daughter loves the movie so it was very like cool to be able to take my daughter to see and and i took my wife too to see it in the theater um, right. for the 25th anniversary. I've never seen it once with an intermission. The only movie I ever saw in the theater that had an intermission was Schindler's List. Mm. Okay. I don't yeah. remember it having an intermission when I went to see it either. I don't know. I remember doing that when, when I went to see it. But, I mean, it could have just been the theater that I was in. It could have been. Yeah. Uh, and I thought I like was Schindler's bad with List the Schindler's List actually movies. has an intermission slide in the right, film. Right, right. It's yeah. built in. 
I thought I was bad with the Saw movies. I've seen each Saw movie in theaters the amount of times that they, they like, the number of the movie. So it's like Saw 5, you saw it five times? Correct, yeah. So you could say, I saw Saw five times? Yeah, so, like, when (laughs) when they stopped putting numbers on them and they did, like, Jigsaw and Spiral. Yeah, when Jigsaw and Spiral came out, I only saw those once each because I'm just going by whatever numbers they put in. Okay, I got to say, I love this. Um. I absolutely love this. Uh, Dota 2 this week, <laughs> Valve banned 40,000 accounts. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> they banned 40,000 cheating accounts. Now, the way they did it is the best part. Because they wanted to be sure that they only banned cheaters. And they didn't Mm want to do something that ended up possibly catching non-cheaters. And then they have to sift through the bans and all that stuff. So what they've noticed is that there's a particular couple pieces of third-party software that people have been using to cheat. And one of the things that these softwares have been doing was actually reading parts of the game files that a normal client playing the game would never access or read. Mm-hmm. usually. So they could be touched, but for the most part, they wouldn't. So they couldn't just look at it and say, anything that's reading this f- file in our client, ban them. Because there may be normal circumstances that would trigger that file to be read. So what they do? They honeypotted them. <laughs> <laughs> they went ahead and specifically created a line of code that would never, ever be read by any normal client ever, it would only be read by the third-party software running on top of Dota 2. And That's so right. everybody, everybody's account that read that file, they immediately banned them. <laughs> as soon That's as they great. saw, oh, yep, yep, it accessed it, banned them. And I just, I thought it was appropriate to bring Archer here. He loves the honeypot, loves the honeypot. <laughs> I this apps I love stuff like this like funny development stuff and things like this it, this is kind of brilliant they're like all right well you know maybe there could be this off chance a normal client touches this folder let's just make a new one let's just make a new one yeah the file said you're screwed <laughs> that, that was the name of it you're screwed dot dll uh, so good on them. 40,000 accounts. By the way, they said they're still going to keep using this, and they know there are other methods of cheaters out there. They are going to continue this process. It is nice to see Valve actually get involved in their games again mm-hmm. uh, with both Dota and Team Fortress 2, which have just been wildly exploitable for a long time now. Yeah. yeah. So that's nice. It's all about the hats. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Team Fortress 2. Uh, Dark and Darker is a, an upcoming game that's had some beta testing. It's kind of like a, a PvEVP dungeon delver. Go find the treasure before other groups in their Battle royale style find the treasure, fight off monsters on your way type deal. Uh, they are being accused by Nexon right now of stolen assets. That They mm. say some of the ex-employees at uh, Iron Mace, the company behind Dark and Darker, uh, RX Nexon employees and that they took assets with them and they're being used 
Iron May says, absolutely not. There's no stolen assets or code that we use to create it. Everything in the game is created by us, or it's a purchased asset from something like the Unreal Store. You can't copyright a genre. This has already been audited by an outside agency. Now, there is litigation pending from Nexon against an individual in Iron Mace for totally mm -hmm. separate reasons. But if that's not against Iron Mace itself, uh, so yeah, I actually this this one during a beta test got to like a hundred thousand concurrent players, and I was one of them. Yeah. Uh, I I actually wow. really enjoy it. It's not it needs optimized badly, but yeah. I actually enjoyed it. What Nexon is pissed off about is like this type of game, and why Iron Mace Dom said you can't copyright a genre. They were working on a project. There was very much this type of game, and screenshots have looked very similar. So it was mm -hmm. this type of game. But then they they scrapped that and moved over to a different project anyway. So Nexon now right. looking at Dark and Darker is saying, you've taken our stuff. This is yeah. always boils down to prove it. Yeah. Prove I mean, it. it's yeah. the same thing in, in movies, right? That's, that's why we have Volcano and Dante's Peak. You know, we have <laughs> Ants and a Bee movie. People right. get an idea. And it gets shopped around. So, yeah, you have ex-employees from a company going, hey, we were working on this. We think it has a lot of potential. Let's beat them to it. Let's do it better. Right? And then the other company scraps it. That's, that's, there's nothing wrong with that. It's, it's right. part of the industry. Yeah, you may, you may not like it ethically, because maybe mm -hmm. you feel like, hey, that should have just stayed on the cutting room floor. We all agreed we weren't going to do that. But, <sighs> whatever. Mortal Kombat right. 12 is confirmed, yeah. by the way. <laughs> that yeah, transition was smooth. Well, that's and about the way that's about the way they announced yeah, it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I said, the the announcement system for and, and the hype yeah. behind uh, Street Fighter Six has been so much better than Mortal Kombat Twelve. Well, Mortal Kombat Two not only is confirmed, but it's set to release this year. It was made during an earnings call that Warner Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> Ed Boon oh. tweeted out, oh. by the way, after like news broke that. We didn't even get to announce our own game. Ed Boon tweeted, yeah. did you guys hear about that Injustice 3 release? <laughs> <laughs> wow. wow. Uh, Let's just say oh there were people God. in the replies that didn't get the joke. Because <laughs> they were like, what about Mortal Kombat 12? <laughs> oh, my God. I, what would be funny is if, if that is the announcement for Injustice 3 right there, and he, he did it to them the other way around. Oh, Man. Uh, I'm excited for it. Yeah, uh, I've uh, I've always enjoyed George Mortal Kombat too. He loves both Injustice and Mortal Kombat. Those yeah, are Mortal those Kombat are his fighting me, games of choice. Yeah, to me it was always better because Mortal Kombat always had a story. Always from the very beginning had a story. Uh, Street Fighter kind of had a loose story, but I never felt it was like very loose. Yeah, yeah, I never felt it was like prominent in their games. They didn't care too much about what the story was. Where Mortal Kombat always did. Uh, and it's like, yeah, you could beat the game as any character and you get like some little blurb about the story. And then I think it was in four, you started actually getting like cutscenes uh, to tell the story. Only one of those is actually canon as to like <laughs> what the real ending is in terms of like the next game. But it's still cool to see what would have happened, you know, like alternate universe, what would have happened had this other character won. And that was always what drove me back to these games. It's like, I really kind of want to see how this character would have won, you know? And it's like, now in the days of the internet and YouTube and stuff like that, I don't really have that drive, because if I don't want to 
put all that time into it. I could just look it up online and watch right. the 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 cutscene. But the story is still very fascinating to me. Uh, I enjoyed. I think nine is still my favorite Mortal Kombat in terms of story. Uh, but I did play a lot of eleven uh, when eleven came out. So uh, I am I'm looking forward to twelve. Torchwick saying loving Mortal Cap Mortal Kombat and Injustice, but <laughs> Guilty Gear Strive. <laughs> surprised and has now become the favorite uh amazon yeah, games will be the western like publisher for throne and liberty the upcoming mmorpg from nc soft not only are they going to publish it here in the u.s but it'll be all of north america south america europe and japan presumably nc soft will retain its publishing rights in its home of korea we still don't know if that's going to be a global simultaneous launch it is going to be a global launch but they haven't said if like maybe Korea will kick off first and a couple of weeks after we'll have a global launch in the other regions. It's a pretty highly anticipated MMORPG. I am absolutely looking forward to it. I hope it's not. I kind of like the idea of Amazon taking it because they've pushed a lot of the pay to win out of Lost Ark that Smilegate has in Korea there by becoming the Western publisher for that. Again, NCSoft, a little bit of a bigger beast than Smilegate is. Will Amazon have right. that same push? I don't know, but Amazon is a big beast of its own, so maybe they will retain that. I'm looking forward to the to checking out this MMO. I do like kind of like the idea of Amazon being the publisher of it here. There is also are there also analysts that have looked at this and said NCSoft might delay this. It's supposed to come out in the first half of this year globally. Uh, they might delay it a little bit, specifically to get it away from Diablo Four. <laughs> yeah, well, Diablo 4. And you might say, well, it's not, well, that's not an MMO. Like, why? Well, they apparently, these analysts did studies that, you know, World of Warcraft and Diablo 3 cannibalized themselves at the time. And they said, Very you know, why, huh. why, if they're going to cannibalize their own games, then it will certainly cannibalize ours. And we think getting away from D4, there's so much hype for this. We could have a million global players at launch, why would we let Diablo 4 take those away? You know, maybe we take a little stock hit for a little bit by delaying the game a couple of weeks, a month. In the long run, it should be better. We'll see. And I mean, hasn't Blizzard been using this strategy forever? It always seems that they're releasing a patch or a game on top of another game yeah. that everybody's looking yeah, forward to. Yeah. And finally, yes, New Line Cinema, Warner Brothers, Peter Jackson, Fran Walsh, Fran Walsh and Philippa Boyens, the writers of some of the original Lord of the Rings movies stuff, they have now come to terms. Looks like Warner Brothers is still going to retain some Lord of the Rings rights. Embracer, obviously pimping those out hard after buying the Lord of the Rings rights uh, or the Tolkien rights. <coughs> Warner Brothers and Embracer kept them, uh, Peter Jackson and the writing team, in the loop every step of the way. There are going to be new movies. No, they're not a remake of The Lord of the Rings or The Hobbit. They're going to go in other areas. What other areas? We don't know yet. And obviously, we're still years away from seeing anything. But all the original players, Yod, are all still in the picture here, including New Line Cinema, Peter Jackson, and the writing team. Yes, but there is one project that they've already talked about being on the table, which is an animated movie for uh, War War of the Rohim Rohim. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. Rohirrim. The horse people. Yeah, the horse people. <laughs> yeah, there, there's going to be an animated movie about that the war with their their kings and stuff like that. 
So, so the that, War of that the Rohirrim. Yeah, the War of the Rohirrim. They're, they're, that is one of the projects that has already been talked about going into production. Well, not into production yet, but you know that's what they're looking at right now as their first project. Three Silmarillion movies. That'd be a little tough. <laughs> Tolkien was not mm. exactly all there when he was <laughs> no, no. documenting the this Silmarillion. There's like, what, three or four different versions of that book? Just a few. Just a few. Let's slide over, gents, and do our Games of the Week. <laughs> Just got to say, Yacht, I'd appreciate it if we actually got a game somebody could play out of you this week. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> going to go ahead and give games away that aren't even in early access yet. Uh, games of the week is the... Yeah, Dom wasn't here last week, so he's like, what happened? I was yeah. really excited yeah. about that game. He gave away a game. He was like, as soon as he said it, we were like, you, you can't play that yet. <laughs> really excited about games it. Games okay. of the week is the way we end every episode of Gaming Gumbo. All three of us are about to give you a game. Could be a video game, board game, card game, mobile game, whatever. Something we're playing, have played in the past, or have never played before, but just think you should check out. And you let us know when you comment on all of your opinions on today's topics in the comments below on YouTube or readycheckradio.com who gave the best game recommendation. Yod, I'm going to let you go first. What else am I playing right now? It's Destiny, Des man. Yeah, I knew it was <laughs> Destiny, too. It had to be. <laughs> Look at Dom. He's just like... <laughs> uh, what do you got, Dom? Mm -hmm. uh, I... <sighs> I don't think I recommended this one. Uh, I can't remember now. But uh, I've been playing a game called Dinkum. Um, it's kind of like a uh, uh, like a life simulation kind of like a little like I don't want to say it's like Minecraft, but it's kind of like you know you go out, you explore, you collect materials. It's one of those kind of games. Um, been been playing that one. It's set in like the uh, uh, the Australian outback. Uh, it's been it's been fun. It's been a nice little kind of like relaxing, calm down, wind down game uh, before bed. I'm uh, I'm gonna give a little underrated type like story thing. We're talk about the Swapper. Check out the Swapper. If you like things like the Talos Principle uh, and stuff like that, then you're gonna like this like sci-fi ish puzzle platformer thing it's the swapper so again if you like talus principle check out the swapper if you don't know what the swapper is check it out and either way vote for it in the comments so i win by the way i did win last week i thought yod was gonna scrape away <laughs> with votes for because it was just funny voting for a game you couldn't play yet i mean if, final, if i wanted to win i would have just said resident evil 4 yeah final fantasy right? theater rhythm final bar line what i recommended last week that in fact won Chat, that's going to do it for the show today, but don't go anywhere after the show. Of course, we have our streamer going live. What's up, Torchwick? How are you? Uh, I'm good. How about you? I can't complain. I can't complain. What Are we Are we still in tactics world here? Uh, Yeah, yeah. See, the issue, right? Um, See, now is... what happened was... <laughs> no, 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 no. Because no. it hasn't happened yet. Um, What we're trying to do is beat the game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what we're failing to do is beat the game. Ah, are, are you close to the end, at least? I don't know. I've never played it before. <laughs> <laughs> did you get your dragoons so? yet? I did. Rams okay. was a dragoon. <laughs> so we made progress. 
All right, you're going to go live with some Final Fantasy Tactics chat. Don't go anywhere. That'll be just a few minutes while we switch over the stream titles and everything. Of course, we'll be back next Saturday with another episode of Gaming Gumbo. And don't miss Thursday's stream for Final Fantasy XIV or Square Enix fans of the Relic Grind, our FF14 slash Square Enix podcast. Monday, by the way, on our Final Fantasy trading card game Locals stream Monday night, we do have another spoiler from Square Enix. Thank you so much for supplying us with it. So if you're looking for a spoiler for the upcoming From Nightmares show, check out our stream Monday night. That's going to do it here for us, Yad. Until next time, where can everybody find you? Uh, Yad Art works on Twitter, Yad Art works on Facebook, and right here on Gaming Gumbo. Enjoy your life all, friend. Enjoy your life all. I'm, I'm always geeked seeing friends of mine like be really excited about <laughs> something. I hope it's everything you want. Go ahead, Dom. Uh, you can find me down below at Itzista, X-I-Z-T-A. You can find me right there at Magic Man one but more importantly, follow at RC Radio, R-A-I-D-E-O on Twitter, and you'll know every time we go live with a podcast stream or we're just hanging out having fun. Until next week, stay safe. We'll see you on the servers. Later. You know, Torchwick, there is a glitch where you can unlock it. I wouldn't.